We did it. We made it through 2022. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Has it felt like both the longest and also the quickest year of your life? Because I think that's what being in your 30s is. (laughs) Isn't it true? It went by, honestly, I feel like we just did this. <laughs> it Actually, kind of. I was talking to Jay about that when we were on our way back from Nebraska. I had major deja vu. I'm like, didn't we? Doesn't it feel like this just happened? <laughs> um, I, I still think Christmas is coming. I, I, still I mean, think... if you think about it in the right way, it is. In well, a little you while. Shut, you shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. Uh, well, I... welcome to the Queermo cast. I forgot to say that. Hello, welcome to the Queermo cast. I'm KJ, pronouns they, them, and this raven beauty over here is whom? And I'm Shim Sham, pronouns they, them, or he, him, and Happy New Year. We're coming to you live. And by live, I mean pre recorded. Um... <laughs> but on New Year's Day. Uh, Mm -hmm. which was very exciting. I was excited that our recording day actually fell on New Year's Day. So forgive me, I'm a little sleepy. I stayed up. Uh, KJ and I were just going over our New Year's. I I did a wonderful (laughs) COVID New Year's. I binge Uh. ate and uh, played video games. And I don't regret a thing. A thing! Nor Um, should she, everyone. And I'm also, I was watching Fear the Walking Dead. And let me tell you, some people don't deserve to survive the zombie apocalypse. I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to say it. I love in these zombie shows that zombies come become real and everyone acts like they've never heard of a zombie before. What's wrong with them? They're a zombie. How that... long have we been going through this? There are now five spinoff shows. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. I could just see you at home. Like, I don't know. I'm trying to think like bowl of bowl of like delicious rice. I don't know. I'm not sure what you what, what you have at home right now. Well, you know, <laughs> I was having cheese cravings. And so, yes, to... you were. I texted KJ and I said, I'm going to cheese laps. I'm going to cheese laps. And she said, don't do it, girl. I had to talk them right off the ledge. Couldn't do it. No, no, no. So I I satisfied my cheese. And you know what? There is no reason to cheese laps these days because people listening, (laughs) cheese laps is not a real thing. And I made it up. Uh, I told Jay that (laughs) I'm adding it to the Queer Mo cast dictionary. It's one of our it's one of our specific words. But I think I like using it not because uh you should ever feel shame for eating cheese, but because I want to go to Cheese Hab. I imagine it's just a wonderful vegan paradise <laughs> where you go through just long walks through nature and just think about your bowel movements. But mm. um anyway, anyway, Daya 
if you are if you are vegan, you know Daya. If you're not vegan, you might still know Daya. Um, and is it Daya or Daya? Do we know? You know, I've always because I think Daya might technically be right because it's dairy Daya, but I've always said Daya. I don't. I don't know. I don't, yeah. I don't know, anyway, I don't know wizard. I don't know. <laughs> Daya has really <laughs> stepped up their game. They have a jalapeno Havarti. It's really good. That it's brick. It's good. I just had cheese and crackers, girl. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> I like to say girl a lot when I'm feeling stuff. <laughs> oh, well, festive. <laughs> no, that's um the uh, whenever we do cheese boards now, I try to make sure I get. They also have a pepper jack one that I really like, and Ooh. I will uh, I'll cut that up and I have that with some crackers and some garlic stuffed olives, and it's just it's heaven. It's absolutely. It is, heaven. but don't have your non-vegan friends try it. And go, oh, how good is this? Because they're going to poo-poo it. And I just don't need Well, that because if, if you're looking for actual cheese, like we discussed last time, it's just that that's, that's not how it's going to be. It's not going to be cheese, no matter yeah. how hard you try to make it that way. And that's yeah. fine. It's fine. <laughs> Actually, and then I had Vile Life uh, cream cheese with a Z because oh. it's vegan. And, because it um, has to have a Z. The, how else <laughs> are you supposed to know? <laughs> And uh, that actually tastes just like cream cheese. That's delicious. Yeah, no, it does. Oh, also Trader Joe's. Uh, I was I was I was talking about Trader Joe's before we got on. Trader Joe's now has a garlic or no 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 caramelized onion and garlic mm. cashew cheese spread like cashew spread. It no. is. Oh my goodness! It ruined Stop my it. life last night. It was oh. so good. I mean, it made my life infinitely better. But. <laughs> But also, it was, I could have sat and just ate the entire tub by myself. Yes. It was yes. delicious. It was good with bread. It was good with crackers. It was good with stop. chips. It was good with no. everything. I can't stop and I won't stop. <laughs> if you have, haven't been listening, KJ and I, since birth, have always meant to be 50s housewives and just talk about what we pick up at the store. <laughs> and that's actually our side <laughs> podcast. It's... Uh, what you get at Target? Oh, what you get at the Target today? Oh, did you go to oh, Woodman's? We don't. We don't have a festival or a Woodman's up here. What we have up here oh. are the People's Food Co-op or Aldi or the Wedge. You know, I like to go to my local co-op. I do. But um, I got to tell you, the local co-op in Eau Claire is one. It's a one room schoolhouse. And and you walk in and you're on top of the cashier's breasts and they're just like, can I help you? And I'm like, I just like some privacy. And they say, no, you can't have any privacy. It's a one room schoolhouse. Now, I, I really want us to do the rest of the podcast uh, just, just just like this. Uh, just talking about what we bought. You know, I bought some Amy's lentil soup the other day, and it was $3.60. You know, it's like, highway how robbery. Is anyone, how is anyone <laughs> supposed to uh, eat lentil soup if it's $3.60? That's what I'm telling you. I mean, I suppose you could just get some lentils and make your own soup, but... You go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness! This was basically the character I had on my old YouTube channel with just De oh. Gladys and Deborah hating each other. Um. Gladys, exactly. <laughs> and that actually was based on a true story. The Amy's lentil soup was three dollars sixty. I mean, I I believe you because everything is because um, we're manufacturing a uh, recession right now because 
Never mind. Well, this is that, that, that's what not I what today's about. <laughs> I buy it because I think it actually uses like real vegetables. So I mean, it's yeah, fine. absolutely. And it's you know what? Fine. It's relatively lower in sodium than a lot of other soups. Because if that's something that you have to watch for health reasons, the sodium. Um, I don't know what mm-hmm. accent that was. Sodium. <laughs> sodium. <laughs> no, yeah. I don't know where I was from. Um, but New Year's. New, new years, years, new queers. 2023. <laughs> it's been 13 hours and 15 minutes. And uh, how's it been going? You know, I uh, it went. It's been going pretty well. We got home from a friend's place. We played some games. We ate some delicious. I had. I have a friend who's been vegan for a long time and made some delicious vegan homemade pizzas. Absolutely wonderful. And then uh, we watched the, uh, we watched, there's a thing called Scream It Off Screen, which I've actually put my, um, uh, some of my music videos in for, and I got third place once. Um, but uh, they they did their uh, uh, New Year's recap where they showed all of their winners from the past year. And then at the end, they lower what they call the sphere, because they can't say ball drop, they call it the sphere drop. And mm-hmm. it's literally a little tiny ball inside of a hammock about the size, about three to four inches across both ways. And they lowered it slowly, slowly, slowly. And then they dropped it into a vat. And if it broke the seal going into this little vat, then we're going to have a smooth entry into 2023. And that's what happened. So we're having a nice smooth entry into 2023. And then I got up this morning and I taught my class at the JCC because I can't say no when people ask me to add extra classes and <laughs> on holiday, apparently. But that's she fine. Can't. I feel really good. She's like, she loves that money. I mean, it's partially that and also like I was gonna be up anyway. So <laughs> might as well might as well get paid to move my body, I guess. Um Fine. plus we got to get in the pool and I do like I love teaching the class from the pool. It's a lot easier on my body and it's nice to just go swimming for a little bit. Um Ugh, how about swimming. you? I know you were telling me about this new game you and our friend Donathan have played. What you got? So Folks, I'm coming to video games late in life, in my elder years, and (laughs) so I just discovered Nobody Saves the World, which I think has been out, but it's about uh, this little shrivelly white blob of a person, just so ugly, just an (laughs) ugly little creature, and they can shapeshift into different creatures, and they save the world, and Every creature they shape shift into looks like it's had a stroke. And uh, it's just wonderful. <laughs> it's that, I love it's it. That gro- it's that grotesque art style, almost Ren and Stimpy-ish. Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. I've never played this game. I didn't even know it existed till you told me about it. Because if you think you're having like a resurgence into video games now... You you all are talking about the games you're playing in the Discord server, and I'm like, I'm over here playing Donkey Kong Country 2 Diddy's Conquest. Uh, yeah. She's, she's <laughs> like, still trying to beat that damn game. I I mean, I've beaten it several times. The problem is, is that then I'm like, well, let's just start it over again. Let's just uh, play it again. <laughs> let's just play it again. Um, But, no, I love that. I'm so happy. And it's, it's also, it's nice because... You got to spend your New Year's Eve exactly the way that you wanted to. Last year, Jay and I stayed in, and we watched Edge of Seventeen and New Year's Evil. It was a great New Year's Eve, and I loved it, and I was happy to do it. And you got to stay home and play video games and eat cheese and crackers. That sounds oh, with wonderful. With a Z. 
cheese with the <laughs> <laughs> um as all vegan things are so yeah you know. exactly yeah. it's nugs with a z i s nugs <laughs> <laughs> Does that feel like it was created by a straight white man? I don't know. There's something about that one that, in particular, <laughs> I know. But that brand is so good. The N U G G Z. It's very the chicken. Good. Their 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 fake chicken nuggets are uh-huh. where it's at. Um, but we are. Uh, we've, we 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 set ourselves up for this last time we recorded. We wanted to talk a little bit about the spiritual reset of New Year's Day, and how coming into a new calendar year, everything sort of gets wiped clean, and that whole like mental state has sort of been co-opted in the last several decades to the last couple hundred years uh that it, sort of like the the whole concept of resolutions and like what what are the big changes you're making in the next year and i thought this year instead we could just talk about the things that we're hoping for our year and some things that we want to reset for ourselves and i want to start off with a little a little tarot reading which is a little different this time because we're going to do a two-card cross. And the two-card cross uh, is usually card card on the bottom, card on the top, crossed over each other, that there's usually a cause and effect kind of kind of a, a, a an idea, or like this and that kind of an idea, the duality of things. And uh, the one that I want to do for us is a current situation or who who we are coming into the new year and some advice for moving forward into the year to get what we want some things that we're really hoping for advice i I do love that because if anyone listening i feel i feel torn about new year's these days because i love i love a moment of reflection of what i've been doing and i do like a reset you know Mm -hmm. like what's been going on where do i want to go in the future i actually really enjoy that process but i also do agree that new year's resolutions are tired (laughs) and usually insincere (laughs) and usually revolve around weight either weight loss or something dumb like something obligation obligations And so even though a spiritual reset and like reflecting over your year may sound like just other words of saying the same thing, I actually really enjoy that process. And if you've been listening to the podcast, I feel like you've noticed Katie and I do that several times a year where (laughs) you take a (laughs) moment. I mean, if not daily, but just like <laughs> what's been going on. And and so I do enjoy that. And it's very similar to maybe a New Year's resolution. But I think in nuance, it's very different. <laughs> I, I like that. No, it's it's nuanced. We're trying to come at this from a, uh, a slightly more internal place mm-hmm. of who we are, who we want to be, what it is we want to get out of the year, all of those things. Because emotionally, the way to get what you're hoping for is to actually put some energy and effort into thinking about it and actually thinking about who it is that you are and who you want to be. And so without further ado, we actually did a little, a little preset here so we can get ourselves going. And I set up two, two card crosses and I asked Austin to choose either one or the other. And Austin decided to go for the second one. So Mama Shim Sham, you are number two. I'm going to go as number one. So my two card cross is the sun as my current situation. So the sun is really interesting because the sun casts light on things, right? It's bright, it's sunshiny, it's cheery. This particular card is beautiful. It's literally the sun with the rainbow bow 
puking out a rainbow. It is incredible. Oh, that seems like good news. And it often the sun is very, very good news because it just means that there's there's light coming back into your life. The sun sheds lights on things. The other thing to just keep in mind about the sun, and this is something that does ring very true for me, is the sun also casts shadows. And that means that shadow work or some sort of internal work is either in process or on the horizon. For me, it's very much in process. That's been the whole of 2022, 2021 as well in a lot of ways. We're all about doing some shadow work, getting into the like like more the depths yeah. of myself Tell a little bit. Tell us about shadow bit. work. I don't know if we've talked about I don't know if we have. So shadow work, to give it the, the, the most basic definition, is doing some reflection and some exploration on what would be considered the darker parts of yourselves. And that can often have a negative connotation, but people like you and I also know that the darkness can also be a beautiful place. Uh, dark, spooky, creepy, or sometimes dark emotional places can also be places of real beauty, places where healing can happen. And that's where I really like to focus with shadow work is reflecting on those darker parts of myself, but not trying to eradicate them, learning how to embrace them as neither necessarily good or bad, but as part of myself and also reworking my brain to seeing the brighter sides of the darkness. And so shadow work is really about that, that, that reflection, that meditation on, yeah, the shadow side of yourself, the part that sometimes isn't always out on display for everybody to see. Right. Maybe. Yeah. The stuff you're kind of, like you said, struggling with internally, not stuff. Usually you only talk about with close friends, not, not the hey, how are you? Oh, I attempted suicide yesterday. Like, not, no, absolutely, not yeah. Maybe, uh, and not to make light of that, but like, it sounds like shadow work would deal with a lot more of depression and anxieties, and maybe some mental illness, and then with you, definitely a lot of family stuff going on. Family trauma, um, and yeah. how that manifests itself in my current life. And exploring that, dealing with it, accepting it, and embracing it is actually how I'm going to heal and move forward from it. And I've done a lot of work on that. And so the sun helps you find those places where the light needs to be shown and also where the shadows lie. Um, Because no matter what, no matter what, when the sun's out, there's always a shadow. And then, yeah, maybe with the sun, to embrace all of the light and to... Definitely, when there is good stuff, allow that to happen, see it for what it is, and just be glad it's there. I know for me, definitely, um, sometimes the sunny parts, I I tend to feel guilty. I got that, maybe that white guilt, or just as a privileged person who's doing finance, definitely financially doing okay right now, definitely feeling maybe a little guilty about that, just because you know there's a lot of people out there not doing so well. Yeah. Well, and that also comes from a place of being raised, even though you weren't necessarily raised that way directly, you were indirectly raised in a community of uh, Christian, Christian guilt, right? Like that, that overhangs culture Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways too. And yeah. And there's, there's good things that also come out of that guilt. What, where does that guilt come from? Where does it manifest from? And how does that 
inform action. You know, what do you want to do with that instead of just letting it fester inside or get you down? Because Lord knows we don't need very many other reasons to feel guilty right now. The world is so messed up. (laughs) Like we just need to find, find the beauty, find the sunshine. I think what white people should do with white guilt is, like you said, try and do better. Educate yourself. Maybe donate to some causes and um, t- and, and t- to acknowledge where that's coming from and realize that you can be a positive part of social change. Whereas I feel like a lot of white people just get defensive and come up with reasons why they shouldn't have to feel guilty. And it's like, <laughs> that's not yeah. helpful. <laughs> it's it's truly not it. And, and yeah, so all of that goes into my current situation, sort of what I'm already coming into 2023 with, which I would agree. I think that I've found a little bit more of that embracing of the darkness and also am getting a little bit more willing and open and able to see where the light is where the sunshiny parts are and the 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 sun puking the rainbow out for 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 goodness sake that's so beautiful um good 2023 it's gonna be i mean we're 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 gonna we're gonna work we're gonna do the work everything is about doing a little bit of work it doesn't have to be exhausting Um, i know (laughs) that's my current situation the advice is actually we're getting this one again which for me is actually a really 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 good one for where i'm at right now it's that queen of cups again um okay that the individual standing on top of a rock looking fairly resolute but also fabulous and quirky chic just uh, Mm -hmm. an explosion of color and interesting ensemble pieces and just looking exactly how they want to look but also standing tall standing firm and the the queen of cups again is all about understanding your emotions feeling them and working to make sure that they are manifesting in ways that are not detrimental to other people or to yourself. And again, that's where that shadow work comes in, learning to embrace it when it happens. And a big thing for me moving into 2023 is releasing some of those more traumatic moments from my past that create these sometimes very explosive, unexpected moments of trauma response nightmare, <laughs> where I'm I'm kind of almost outside of myself and I'm not even fully cognizant of what it is that's happening who I'm becoming in that moment. And it's part of the reason why I've said goodbye to alcohol for the foreseeable future, because alcohol also brings that part out of me. It makes it very difficult for me to feel the feelings properly and then also work through them in a healthy way. It just turns it into an emotional spiral, uh, an emotional death spiral, if I'm being honest. And I'm, I'm fully clothed, standing in the shower, crying, you know, again, again. (laughs) <laughs> which I just I don't want to be like, that. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people who struggle with alcohol at one point or another liked that alcohol made them feel emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you said, it tends to magnify emotions in a not helpful, in a not productive way. Exactly. And, and then that next day, oh my Whoa. God, anxiety, and I don't want to feel it ever again. Mm-mm. I don't ever want to feel it ever again. That 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 hangover is bad enough. And then exactly what you just said, all of those emotions that come up that are a direct result of basically just ingesting poison. If you enjoy that, that's fine. You keep doing what you're doing. That is totally fine. Nothing that I'm saying right now should make you feel bad about wanting to, in any way, shape or form, alter your brain chemistry, do, do, do whatever you want to do. 
Try not to hurt other people. That's my biggest message. Try not to do anything that's going to ultimately hurt other people or yourself. But at the same time, you get to make that choice. It's your body. For me personally, I think that's a really, it's it's a good reminder that to hold strong and firm to the things that I know are ultimately going to be better for me this year and to not, uh, and to, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to use positive action words, things that can be done, not things that shouldn't be done. And to really focus on putting more of my time and energy into the things that do help me feel better and do help me heal and do help me move forward because uh, Lord knows I don't need any help getting knocked back a few steps and I shouldn't be adding any fuel to that fire <laughs> in any capacity if I if I can make that conscious choice. So that's where I'm at. I think this is a really it's a positive reading. And it's also one that I think fits for where I'm at right now. Uh, there wasn't anything here that I that I was raising an eyebrow at. So uh, thoughts on that before we move on to yours, mama? No, I. It, yeah, I. I, I think that's all. It seemed very emotionally intense, but I I also think a big part of your reading is to focus on the sunshine. And mm-hmm. it doesn't all have to be shadow work. It doesn't all have to be digging deep into this emotional well. Uh, I think also make sure you're enjoying some lightness and not everything has to be super intense and not everything has to mean everything and that's true for all of us right now like uh you know sometimes you shop maybe you went to walmart because that was all that was open and you're like oh my god i'm supporting the waltons and this evil corporation (laughs) and it's just like (laughs) you didn't create the world we live in not everything has to mean so much i mean it's good to think critically but sometimes it's really easy to get wrapped up in like every like something something small can seem like even if you listen to a comedy album (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and the comedy is because I've recently been listening to some Kathy Griffin, and I love yeah. Me some so Kathy. so have Jay and I yeah. I love me some Kathy Griffin, but um, a lot of her, uh, a lot of her humor is very problematic. And if you take issue with it, you should like her. Her comedy can be very controversial, and I think people who enjoy it should enjoy it and like it. And people who don't enjoy it, I also should think like you have every right not to enjoy it because it is very. Anyway, so what's my point? My point is not everything has to mean everything. If you enjoy Kathy Griffin, I think it's okay to have a guilty pleasure and enjoy. Yeah, and I think what the what might be towards the heart of what you're saying is is that we can be aware of the things that plague the world and not also take the weight of fixing all of them on our shoulders at all times because that's with with the whole walmart example i don't really shop there either but occasionally yes it has been the only option when i lived in maine and we were at summer camp if we didn't get off until 10 p.m the only thing that's open after 9 30 is walmart so if i need supplies it's the only place i can go shop right so yes there's there's that thought in your head it's a very neoliberal idea of like personal yeah. responsibility, that entire pride sketch from SNL. No, that's not. Don't pretend like you read theory, Terrence. You don't read theory. <laughs> um, but it's true. Right. And I think that there's there's a there's a time and a place for reflection on that, being aware and doing doing better and doing your best. But also, yeah, sometimes you're not going to be perfect at recycling. Or whatever it is, you know what I mean? Like, or you're 
you're going to not get through all the food that you thought you would get through that week and you had to throw some of it out for you know, health and safety concerns that happens sometimes. And like not taking the weight of like racial tensions on your back at all times, because that's, you know what I mean? No one can physically do that. It's learning how to balance, I think is a really big part of most readings is, but where the balance lies, that's the exploration. That's the yummy part in the middle. So oh. let's, let's get to yours. Speaking of the okay. yummy part in the middle. So you actually, I'm really, really interested in what you're going to have to say about this because you ended up getting the same card as our last reading. You ended up with the Eight of Wands. And that's our Frida Kahlo sending out love love letters. And one thing that I realized with, with the card that we got as your second card and also just thinking about this card for where you're at in your life right now, what we talked about last week. This card is about like doing, making sure you do the work and also like a sudden change coming to your life for the positive, for the better, something that you've been hoping for manifesting itself kind of suddenly. The other thing that this card represents is a continued, a continued focus on putting yourself out there in the most like beautiful, authentic way that you can. However, it is that you feel the most wonderful as a person express that in whatever way that you can and working to and I think for 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 you the biggest challenge to that is the field you work in you spend a lot of time working with a specific demographic and with specific types of people and I think embracing who you already are in a way that celebrates it without even having to like say anything about it just not 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 trying to hide it not trying to change anything about it I think is an energy you are already starting to work towards bringing into 2023 because you were working on that in 2022, being authentic and also learning how to bring that into a professional environment, a specific type of professional environment. So I think this is a really good card for you, a reminder that you do have a light that you shine that other people enjoy and working to not let that get dulled by the plights of the world and the and the way that people can be sometimes in West Central Wisconsin, you know, just uh, working working on letting that light shine and maybe being willing to put it out there a little bit more. Um, we're also still searching for that Dom Top and and he's coming. He's, he's coming. coming. Well, he better be anyway. Uh, <laughs> and a, a big thing I I was thinking about yesterday was. Um, we have a phrase in a 12-step program. Oh yes. <laughs> um that we do not regret the past nor wish to shut the door on it. And mm. um and so I was thinking about 2022 and 2022 2022 the past yeah. uh now like 3 years or 2 years, 2 to 3 years. Um I have become very content spending all of my free time at home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, and so thinking of kind of that phrase, um, I'm not gonna regret that. You know, I'm not gonna regret that. No. I've got I got two little kitty cats and I have a house and I've been just really enjoying spending time here. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to regret that, but also acknowledge that I may be spending so much time at home to a fault. And COVID, let's acknowledge it. COVID has uh, 
added to that. For a while, it for sure, being by yourself was the right thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and you know, still, if you're in a precarious situation, wear a mask. If you're not feeling well, don't. You know what I mean? So, like, we still gotta keep these things in mind, but also, um. Uh, thinking about just thinking about what I've been doing is, um, you know, it's okay. Like I, I want to be more social and do more things, and uh, just because, um, I, I don't, th- I, I, yeah. Anyway, I don't. I think I'm not wording it the best, but just not regret that I've been spending all this time by myself or with people. I've been doing a lot of digital socialization, you know, mm-hmm. over video games and stuff like that. So I'm not going to regret that, but I do want to expand again back into the physical world. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I think what 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 I'm hearing you say is there's an acknowledgement of you were doing what a you felt was right for you to do at the time, and also what felt good staying in and staying away from other people and kind of enjoying the space that you had just kind of grown into you moved into that house, you closed the sale basically the week that the world went on complete lockdown like you you and and by the world i mean the united states because we are not the world uh but yeah like you you spent that whole first year year and a half creating a home for the first time i think you you had always like enjoyed your spaces but i think this was maybe the first time you felt like i have a home that i want to curate and take care of you would you had just adopted two cats that you'd had for a little while that were finally My settling in. Your yeah. little babies. Yeah, I think you are acknowledging that those steps were where you needed to be. There was no reason for you to there there's no reason now or then for you to regret making those decisions. And now, if you're feeling more open to change that up, this might be the time to explore opening that back up a little bit more, going out a little bit more. This is maybe the sign that you're ready. To try that again and just see where that takes you you know yeah. maybe go out on a friday night i don't know take, a, <laughs> know. take yourself on down to racy delaney's <laughs> that's the thing like i am yeah exactly to, to actually because i'm definitely sensing a potential of just becoming this crabby old queer <laughs> <laughs> who's like the world is terrible go indoors <laughs> why are you out there get inside why must they dance? <laughs> why must they dance and why must the sun shine? <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. So I don't really know if it had to do with my card, but I have been thinking about that. So it needed to be sad. It's definitely, no, it's related. Because I think also when we put ourselves in a situation where we're trying to take some time away, we also are, we're, we're, we're less open to other people, um, both in terms of how we feel in our connections with them and also the way that they feel about us. And that is not necessarily a negative thing, but it is a thing that we get to explore as the, our feelings about that change. And it sounds like you're starting to feel a little bit more like you, you are yearning for a little bit more outward interaction, connection with people. And I think that's really, really awesome because we are social creatures as human beings. Many of us do need a little bit of people time to recharge. And you're not even getting that from work anymore in a lot of ways because all of your interactions are digital. They're all mm. virtual or over the phone. 
And again, there's nothing wrong with that. That's not a negative thing. It's just a thing that is that impacts other areas of your life. So now everything's at home. That might be changing up the way you're thinking about interacting with other people. You're also, you know, occasionally you go out and meet with people for specific meetings. And those are a specific obligation, right? That can lead to more socializing. But that socializing doesn't always happen right afterwards, right? Sometimes it's like, I'm just going home. And again, that's fine. But maybe that's a good place to start again. I don't know. I don't know. That's that's the expiration. That's the expiration. The yummy part in the middle. Um, So that's your current situation. I think I agree with all of that. You're you uh, you're you're putting in the work. You are creating a good foundation for 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 the new year, and also just for your life in general. And also, you're ready to maybe open up to a little bit more, and that's really cool. And the piece here that I think is is actually really, really awesome. You got the six of cups as your advice moving in. Now, the cups are all about emotion. They're all about the deep well of emotion inside of all of us, memories. And the six of cups has to do with nostalgia. And this particular six, <clears throat> I really like because it's, it's somebody getting ice cream. And there's something very, very specific about the image of like a child getting ice cream, right? And mm-hmm. this card actually has a... a, um, a a cultural significance from the artist that I that could be relevant here, but I'm gonna uh, choose to kind of steer away from. But it's it's uh, there's there's sort of a universalness to like a child getting a treat, right? That's that's something something we can all kind of hold on to as like an image from childhood. You're very excited, and that can inform the things that that we loved once can actually inform how to reinvigorate our life a little bit. Like, what were the things that brought me joy before and brought me joy in a way that was real joy, right? We can think of things that we that brought us joy with huge quotation marks around them. We're like, hmm, I don't know. Was that joy? Is that really what I was feeling? Um, I don't know. Or was that cocaine? Or was that cocaine? <laughs> um, so, and that's the pitfall of this card is sometimes we fall back into nostalgic thoughts about things that felt really good at the time, but upon further reflection were maybe not the most beneficial for us then and particularly not very beneficial for us now. And that's the the, the advice for this card is to, again, not close the door on the past, but also don't forget about it. You know, don't forget about the, the past. And that can be both a beautiful and a dangerous thing to deep dive back into the past because nostalgia nostalgia is a wonderful beautiful thing it's basically the only thing that millennials have right now that is that is what we have right now is nostalgia there are now 17 different versions of pokemon nostalgia is real uh right like um everything we loved as children is now coming back as a reboot like nostalgia (laughs) is very real they understand there are they they understand their audience even if they don't understand how to actually recreate it they understand what we're hoping to see because again the pitfalls of nostalgia just because you thought mm-hmm. it would be a good idea to go back to it doesn't necessarily mean that it is so for Are you, you talking about the walking dead um it might be i don't know if all five of those spinoffs are really where it's at uh, maybe choose one and stick with it okay um, okay so i'm curious for you in hearing where we're at with that eight of wands and the advice meaning again that that sort of double-sided coin there's both good and danger with 
nostalgia and memories and looking backwards because looking backwards is not inherently a good or a bad thing. It's just a thing that is and also can have certain impacts. So for you, what is that? Where does that stand for you? Well, the biggest thing I'm thinking about is uh, just in this new year to explore, because basically all my hobbies now are kind of these things I do on my own or with a certain small group of people. And so just to widen my scope a bit um, and to think about what I used to enjoy and maybe rediscover that a little. And, you know, right now, I'm not really sure what that entails, but I like that card and it's giving me a lot to think about. So, yeah. I'm glad that it's because because that's the thing is that the meditation can happen afterwards. We don't have we don't have to solve all of this right now. Exactly. That one to me, <laughs> I feel like it's going to going to take a think, going to take some reflection. So I just I um, yeah, I, I like that card. But I think I will I'll have to ponder more. I don't that one for me doesn't have a knee jerk. Like, oh, I know exactly what that's talking about. Mm. For me, that might be a little bit more of a deep dive. Which can, can be beautiful. It's one of the reasons why I still like tarot journal. I write down as I'm thinking about it. Because sometimes I also need, I want to come back to those thoughts that I had I know, last right week. Now I'm think, because right now I'm seeing my trombone right here. And I'm like, are you telling me to play trombone? <laughs> I mean, as somebody who's now maybe maybe problem collecting instruments like i don't know what kind of response i'm having but i'm collecting instruments now um maybe it is am i joining a ska band is that (gasps) (laughs) oh my god eau claire's premier ska band (laughs) premier gay jazz band with just bitchy queens playing trombone yeah we're an all trombone jazz band can we start that? I'd learn. Tr- I'd learn to be better at the trombone. That sounds fun. Yeah. Let's do it. Well, you played saxophone. That's jazzy. I did. So that works in jazz. Um, That's jazzy. And, and, and the, the so like an example that that comes up for me just because we were talking about your dom top, right? We're talking I love about him. the the manifestation of this individual who we know is out there somewhere. Maybe the ways in the past. That we think that 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 we thought were like the the way to meet people, right? The way that we find that person, we know some of those ways are not they're not the thing we want to go back to, right? I have plenty of ways as I explore my sexuality and my my identity surrounding relationships. I don't need to be on grinder trying to trying to meet people that way. That's just not the way that it's going to happen for two reasons. Number one. I don't think it ever really worked for me. And it was maybe a dangerous place for me to be in general. And number two, you don't have to pay for it in order to make anything work on it. And (laughs) boo to that. Oh, (laughs) grinder. Grinder premium. Actually, that's most of the, that's most of the online dating sites. But anyway, that's not really the point. The point I was trying to make is that as you try to manifest this new person into your life, it might mean having to utilize different tactics than you used before letting the past inform the present to help you get to the future i don't know exactly going to the hardware store and saying excuse me do you know where i can get nailed i mean nails (laughs) i'm looking for a real tight screw 
So I've been drinking all <laughs> afternoon. And that way he knows A, you're easy, and B, that you like to drink. Oh. <laughs> Those are the only two things, though. Uh, exactly. <laughs> so I like this. I think that this is a really good starting point for 2023. Informative and also something to contemplate, uh, which I always appreciate with doing a meditation of any form, is the goal is to give me something to think about and also something concrete enough to grasp onto that I actually have something to move forward with. And I think... I think we both got a little bit of that today. Something to ponder and something to grab onto. So that's nice. I yeah, uh, I'm and you know too, as I get older, um, like we said, I like these points of reflections and I like thinking about what's been going on, how do I want to proceed going forward, but also to stop thinking this is gonna be my year. <laughs> and oh, to be more yeah. like <laughs> Every year's the same. Every year is going to have its uh, good parts and bad parts. So to just like real, because I, I do, I remember really feeling like this is the year it's all going to happen. And 2014, just, you know, it's all coming up us. It's all coming up. Get what's mine. Yeah, that was going to um, say 2015 was the year of get what's mine. <laughs> get what's mine. And to just realize that every year is going to have good parts and every year is going to have bad parts and to just uh, try and have some stability through it all and just just do your best, baby. Just do your yeah. best. And discovering ways to, for me personally, discovering ways to have a more firm foundation, some more stability and not feeling like I have to sell out all of the things that are important to me to do so yeah. that's a big one for me right now that's a big sticking point um i think your mid-30s are sort of the time where you start developing the identity you're going to have into your golden years as you get into your late 30s into your early 40s and i think for millennials we have two options we can either turn into our parents which for some of us would be a nightmare <laughs> Hi. Um, or we really, really like like kind of buckle down into the things that are super important to us that are going to maybe help find a way to keep humanity from just like imploding in upon itself. Um, so what I'm saying is you're either going to become a Republican or you're not. Uh, <laughs> I should stop beating around the bush because um, every other it. generation. Yeah, we don't we don't we, we don't have to do be it. that. Don't do it. Um, if we can move you just a little bit more left of center, that would make me happy at this point in time. Because mm -hmm. um, if you're all the way over there on the right, <laughs> you're too far gone. It's too late. Um, anyway, so. The other thing about 2023 I kind of wanted to talk about are now that we have a foundation of where we feel like we're at and what some advice for getting there, what's the getting there involving? What are some things that we're really looking to see instead of like the this is this is what's mine this year? Just what are some hopes? What are some things you'd like to gently put out there <laughs> into the universe? Do you want okay. to go first or do you want me to go first? Uh, I feel like you know. So I feel like you go first. Okay. So you and I used to do this ritual where we would light four candles. We had our four candles and we tried to face them like north, south, east, west. We were doing a little bit of gentle We witchcraft. did. We would get out the compass app and we'd set yep. the candles up. It was very beautiful. It was wonderful. It was Everyone wonderful. Cried. 
And well, and we tried to do it right around midnight on New Year's Eve, but you and I just haven't been in the same, the same exact location for New Year's Eve for quite a while. Um, so this year, I'd like to bring some of that energy in of here's some things that that I'm hoping for. And we've already kind of talked about things we want to leave behind. So it was like hopes, things we want to leave behind, some like just gentle reminders about what was beautiful about the year before and some acknowledgments of the things that were challenging. And we've kind of been doing this in parts. Last week, I think we did what was beautiful about the year and what was challenging about the year. And so here is the next prong of that. Here's what I'm hoping to see in 2023. I'm really hoping that this is the year that I am able to I, I, I strike a balance is the first thing that comes to mind, but it's not quite right. But for lack of a better word, strike a balance between what it is that I feel like I have to do and what it is that I feel like I really want to do um, and making a better distinction between needs and wants. When Jay and I were on our way back from Nebraska, we had a nice conversation that was emotionally intense, but also really, really important, I think, and very vital about things that we want from each other and also things that we just want in general out of our existence. And what I really, what I need to start recognizing, I think, is there are areas where sometimes I feel like I'm trying to meet other people's needs instead of my own, but I'm telling myself it's because I'm having my own needs met that way. And that isn't really true. It's because I want things to kind of be in a certain order or a certain way. And if I can't get what I want from other people, I just do it myself. And that can be a good uh, defense slash safety mechanism that definitely has shadows of my upbringing in it. Uh, something that is more for a therapy session than a podcast, necessarily. <laughs> but <clears throat> there, there's definitely shadows of past trauma in that. And discovering the ways in which that manifests for me has been a big part of 2022. And now I want to put that into practice. Recognizing, hey, am I responding to this right now in a way that is real? Or does it just feel real right now? Because there is a slight distinction there. They're both technically real because you're feeling it. But is it real because of what's going on in front of me or is it real because of something that went on a very long time ago that my body has physically, physiologically stored? Um, Because that's how trauma responses work. And uh, just developing hmm. a better sense of that. And then also developing a better sense of am I doing this thing? Am I creating this thing? Am I practicing this thing? Am I making this thing because I really want to make it or because I feel like there's some some like algorithmic slash like like untangible thing I can't put my finger on that I feel like I'm making it for, right? Um, and to be honest with you, it, it the response to the work that I'm making is going to be about the same no matter which way that I do it. So I might as well just do it because it's something I want to do. Make Write that song, put that thing out there, make the TikTok, whatever, whatever the fuck it is, you know, that that that, that, that comes up. Because I actually want to do it and it's cause something I actually really dream of having happen. Then, well, I feel like I have to do this because if I don't do it, then I'm not going to get this engagement or that or blah, blah, blah. I don't really care about any of that stuff. Not enough to make it my whole life and um you know me if I don't want to play the game I just won't play it but I've been trying to force myself to play a game that I don't really want to play 
I don't want to be a part of it. And I just want to leave that behind in 2023. If I don't want to log on to Instagram today and make a post, I'm not going to fucking do it. Like, I just have to get to that place better, which sounds ridiculous. But in a world where everything revolves around those apps creatively and socially, mm-hmm. it does make sense that we get swept up in it when we're also trying to get it out there that we're doing things. Mm-hmm. So that's a big thing for me because it creates a huge obstacle to just living and doing the things that I want to do. Um, and it creates an emotional um, hellscape <laughs> that I feel yeah, like it- I can't I can't get out of. Very stressful. Absolutely. So I love that. I love what I'm hearing. Just, yeah, that's really great. And the last thing that I just want to put out there uh, is something I've already created that I just want to take it to the next step is my hope for this year is to figure out a way to bring the musical that I wrote and created a demo album for into some kind of live performance. I'm not sure what that's going to entail, but I want that out there in the universe that that is something that I am looking for and if anybody listening to this has a way to make that happen please feel free to write in at thequeermocast at gmail.com because I would love to talk to you Um, because I need some help And if you haven't listened, where can they find it? It is on all streaming platforms, Inner Demons the Musical. Um, It's on Spotify, Apple Music, Deezer, uh, Napster, everything. It's it's even on Pandora and all those types of radio type things. Um, It's it's out there. It's on my website at kjsmusic.com. And you can also, like... It's music you can even choose to put in your stories on Instagram and you can choose it for like the background of your TikToks. Like it's on everything, uh, every single service. And the people that worked on it were very talented and super like wonderful and lovely to work with. And now we're just working to figure out how to bring that to life in a very real way in front of a group of people. So I want to put that out there and also that I have some ideas. I have some plans I'd like to put into place, but I'm looking for a little guidance as to where, when, how, and why right now. And, you know, I'm the more I talk about it, the more I bring it up with people, the more likely it is that somebody will have a piece of advice or an answer. So if you are listening, universe, that is what we're hoping for. Um, And also a way to fund it because uh, I can't fund it out of my own pocket anymore. We've reached capacity on that. So I got to figure out that. Um, and those are just the things, you know, if you want to be a creative person, you know, you got to figure it out. I want a gig this year. I bought a sound system that I want to utilize and actually get out there and perform and get people listening to my music in a different way and collaborate with other people. It's going to be a good year for creative energy. I can already tell that I'm feeling really good about all of that. And I'm, you know, just working on getting a handle on how I want all of that to fit into my life without it all becoming too much. There. I think I've said it. <laughs> you said a lot. That is, I sure that, I did. Mean, I sure yeah, did. Yeah, like... Exactly. But I like that you are going to be approaching it with, in a way that... Trying not to be... Ex- like you were talking about with the posting and stuff. To not be so stressed... If po- I mean, that, that's hard, though. You can't say I won't be stressed. Life is stressful. Um, Absolutely. It's just... Because <laughs> it's... Uh, but yeah, to also realize, like, these are huge undertakings. And, um, and what am I just trying to say? Just know that 
um that you know it it is no small feat you know it is i mean to put together a whole live performance it will happen and i'm so excited um but also that is not just like a small it, it's just what am i trying to say i'm just trying to say that like you can do it and you're wonderful and i love you Oh my goodness, I love you. <laughs> and I would love to hear from you. Now that I've uh, talked myself into oblivion, what have you, what, what's, what, what's coming up for you, mama? So yeah, we're, we're, we're talking about what we hope for in 2023 and then what we kind of want to leave behind, even though we've talked about that a little bit. So what do I hope for in 2023? Um... Well, yeah, because I mean, because we've kind of talked about it, right? Like, so yeah, kind of like what the card was saying. Um, we're in our 30s, which is kind of that age where um, you are n- by no means considered a very young person, but you're not considered old. <laughs> It's exactly. Like, We're just kind of here. <laughs> you're 30. You're 30. The the people in their 50s think you're young and you don't know how young you are and you just enjoy it. And then people <laughs> in your 20s are like, no, you're old. <laughs> you're, she real old, y'all. <laughs> she real old. So it's that weird age where half the population thinks you're old and half thinks you're very young and that you don't realize how young you are. Um. Why does that feel like the millennial plight on everything? (laughs) Half the population thinks this about us and half the population thinks that. Anyway. So kind of with that pressure of uh, I've been thinking of maybe uh, to dive deep and think about what are some goals that in my younger years I really wanted to accomplish and do I still want to accomplish those? Um, Mm Hmm. And then maybe put some effort into doing that, right? Like, do I want to travel and go to certain places in the world? Or, like you said, do I want to meet my dom top? Like, what do I want (laughs) to accomplish in life? And then actually start building some foundations to do those things. Because um, so much of my life has been dominated by... uh, trying to finish school because I have I have really struggled with uh you know I, I had a drinking problem and I just couldn't have any stability and so I think looking back in the last couple of years one of the reasons why I've really enjoyed just being at home is because I've just really enjoyed some fucking stability <laughs> <laughs> yeah um go figure so uh but maybe to do some reflection, like, what are some of these life goals I have? And they don't have to happen right away. They don't have to happen this year. But to realize that they won't happen if you don't start working towards them. So I think that's one thing I'm thinking about, which is kind of a almost an existential crisis kind of thought. <laughs> like, to, And to not make it a crisis, right? To make it like... To try not to fall into that panic of, it's now or never. (laughs) Yeah, because Lord knows, again, we don't need those pressures. (laughs) Do not need that. But also to not fall into the opposite end, which is where I like to live usually, is um, I'll do it tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) I'll do it tomorrow. 
um, and suddenly you're dead, and <laughs> and you're just a ghost. Oh my god! Um, what is that? A specter from the attic? Just, yeah, <laughs> and I'm just this old queeny ghost in your attic going. I did that too when I was younger, and it doesn't work. <laughs> like this oh just my God. bitch of a ghost. I, and you know what? I can already think of the actual humans in our lives that we're talking about. <laughs> anyway, oh no. um, anyway, so yeah, exactly. To kind of to kind of be like, okay, you've got a little bit of stability now. What do you want to accomplish with your life? And then maybe start laying some foundation for that. And um and then for leaving I uh I don't know. I just I have a lot of depression and anxiety and a lot of baggage that I don't necessarily want to leave behind but just continue working through and hopefully just continue making progress on. Yeah. Continue. I mean, to 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 use a uh, analogy, I already don't like very much. But uh, you're going through the filing cabinet, and you're figuring out which parts of it you need to burn. Like, we don't need tax returns from 2013. We don't need pay stubs from the siren, right? Like the, those those types of things. You're like you're 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 trying to 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 get to like work your way through them first, though, before you decide what you're actually getting rid of. That and... is so funny, though, because that is very accurate to, like, hold on to a <laughs> stuff from 20 years ago and be you like... You don't want to look I'm... into my filing cabinet. It's a mess. <laughs> be like, I might need it, though. You just don't know. Yeah, and The IRS is going to come for me and say, what did you make in 2011? What did you make? <laughs> I don't even know if I was alive in 2011. <laughs> it wasn't. I was a ghost. I was a ghost. It's, it's, I like that. I like that. That's, that's actually super self-aware that you're not even sure what it is you're looking to quote unquote leave behind because at this point in time, the, the process you're going through is actually figuring out which parts of you to, to, to keep even, you know what I mean? Which parts do you even want to focus on? What do you want to do moving forward? And again, this doesn't have to be big things. It doesn't have to be become the world's leading work from homeness uh, or whatever. Yes, it, it could literally, it could be anything, big or small. But you're right. The thing that I think can be the hardest part of starting all of that is finding a trajectory that you can actually follow a path on and stick to. And lay the lay the groundwork for actually <laughs> actually doing that part, because again, it is really easy to be like, well, it's working for me right now, so I can just do that tomorrow. Today's going just fine. That is also accurate, and there's in a lot of ways nothing wrong with that. It's just that if you do find yourself, I think thinking like, is there more? Do I want more? That question is coming up for a reason, probably. And it's a natural human thing to think about. And also, I think if it continues to come up, there's probably something that you do want that isn't there or that you want to work towards, but you haven't quite figured out how, when, why, blah, 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 all that goodness, right? Are you talking so, about a Vitamix? Uh, I'm definitely talking about that Vitamix because you got to leave that Nutribullet behind. That's what you're leaving behind. You're leaving the Nutribullet behind. I knew it. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> We're the 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 Nutribullet was last decade, and we got to leave it back there. Uh, <laughs> We're done. No, it's uh, honestly. Do, do, do you know what I really want? But we have to move to a place with more counter space. Why? I want the Ninja Espresso Bar. 
Oh, so badly. Oh, so badly, Mama. See, I like that we're kind of bringing it back around to being 50s housewives because we like to do a deep dive and then we are totally ending with legit appliances that we want. (laughs) And like, those are the things I'm excited about. Like, I don't need. I don't need a boat ever in my life. Why would I ever want it? Where would I put it? Blah, blah, blah. No, I want a nice, moderately priced espresso machine for my house so that I can make a latte alone. That's what I I want. I want a blender. I want a blender. (laughs) I just want one. I want it so badly. I mean, here's the things. The, the, The things that bring us joy are good coffee, a nice smoothie, some vegan cheeses, and a nice couch to watch movies on. I just like... It doesn't exactly. have to be more than that if we don't want and it to And then maybe, be. like, a man to just totally wreck my hole every now and then. You know? And, and he, he doesn't have to be permanent. He doesn't even have to be the same one all the time. That's fine. Yeah, you know? Exactly. <laughs> as long as, you know, he's comfortable in your world and you're comfortable in his. and <laughs> <laughs> Likes the hardcore in, bondage scene. Yeah, he likes the hardcore bondage scene. You know, that's th- those are the things that are important to us. And... I think recognizing. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I just think that that like it's okay to not need. I when when I talk about wanting something to happen with my musical, it's not Broadway bound. Like Lord knows that is a whole kettle of fish that I'm like, do I even want that? I don't know if that's the kind of work I ever want in my life. I don't know if I'm cut out or built for that. But like a little regional premiere would be really cute and fun, right? That'd be nice, you know? Yeah. And I feel like I didn't eloquently say what I was trying to say before. Um, Because what I was thinking is uh, your goals are very big and grand. And I love that. And so I think what I was trying to say is to acknowledge that this is a big goal, but you can do it and you can do it with... um, with an amount of stress that isn't so all-consuming. I think mm-hmm. that's what I was trying to say. Because, And I just didn't want it to come across where I was like, whoa, that's a lot. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh, no. and you know what? I, I didn't th- even take it that way. So it's, it's, it's good that you made that explicit, but that is not what I heard. So No, exactly. I think what I was thinking is this is big and grand, but you are a big, grand person. And so that, you, I love your big goals, and I love that that's what you're pursuing, because I think if you pursued anything else it wouldn't be authentically you so but to do it to acknowledge that it's a big goal and so that when you're feeling that stress you know maybe that'll help to be like this is a lot that i'm doing and so it's okay every now and then to just you know have someone wreck my hole (laughs) and to question why did i ever start this in the first place And then to have an existential crisis, um, and be like, which why is I just beca- why didn't I just become a baker? Why? I think oh, because I don't have the patience. Um, <laughs> all that measuring. I love to bake, but I like to bake my way. Yeah. Cheer. So. In conclusion, I think In something conclusion. that Jay said earlier I think was really fun. And also I was like, is this a is this a stoner thought? What are we what what is happening here right now? But I also kind of liked it. We're on our way to class and we were just sort of sort of talking about the year ahead and how you and I were planning on talking about this on this episode. And he mentioned that like every year, like odds odd and even years feel like they have different energies. And I was like, that's interesting. Tell me more. And he kind of made an analogy that some years are more like squares 
and some years are more like triangles. They all have, like, points and sides and blah, blah, blah. But with a triangle, the thing that I liked is that it's about figuring out, like, what's important. What's important in this. So sort of like a Maslow's hierarchy of needs way, but also, like... The only you can only have so many things going on at once. Whereas the years that are squares, everything's just coming at you the whole time. If it's a perfect quadrilateral, it's not. There's there's no. It's it's just filling up. The tank is just filling up the whole time. Whereas with a triangle, there's different configurations of ways that 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 gets filled. And I was like, this is a really weird mixed metaphor that I'm not a hundred percent sure I'm grasping entirely. But it also like is interesting, it. and I like it. it. Also. Is fitting. Ah, oh, perfect. You know, and well, I was, you know, as, as we like to do at the end of every single episode. Well, hold on. Our last hold one on. of the year. Pouring more coffee? Pouring I left, more I left coffee. just a swallow of coffee. Here we go. A small, it's a, okay. Anyway, love you. Thank you for listening. I love you. Thank you for coming. If you have any thoughts or, or, or opinions you want to share with us, please uh, do them at QueerMoCast, thequeermocast at gmail.com. And for the first time for 2023. Mmm. When I said a swallow of coffee, I meant that's all I have. Mm, that's good Ooh, that's good coffee oh mm. happy 2023 happy <laughs> goodbye come on <laughs> happy goodbye.